0: Time to ham up. Oh my God, I gotta really try hard. Shut it hard. Somehow it's the best. After the credits.
1: A Yum Chunks podcast.
0: Yum Chunks!
1: Come one! Come all! And welcome all to the greatest little award show this side of the worst pandemic in world history hello and welcome to yum chunks podcast uh after the credits that's not right welcome to after the credits a yum chunks podcast and welcome to the chunkies 2020 edition our award show where we say what stuff we liked the most i guess in the last year um even though it's february and we should have done this a month ago anyway i'm matt chewie your host for tonight and we have ryan hey ryan
0: hey i'm here today
2: good Good! And we have Sean. Hey, I'm also here for now. For now. And probably for the duration.
1: That's good. Well, um, hopefully hopefully
2: not for, for bad reasons. For being here? Hopefully not bad reasons? I'll be here the whole time? Well, <laughs> that's, a, that's a poor definition of but accurate of our podcast anyway so um we're not gonna be reviewing
1: any one thing today um this is our end of the year wrap-up uh this is what is this our third one or our fourth one this is i think their third one right i think it's three yeah i think it's three um which is a little weird because we debated whether or not we should even do one because um as everybody listening knows 2020 is was kind of a dumpster fire um in all regards um but uh specifically in media and entertainment um when the world came to a grinding halt so did hollywood and a lot of other industries so um and a lot of movies that would have come out last year have been postponed or delayed indefinitely in some cases so it's kind of slim pickings so we're going to approach it a little bit differently this year. If you're listening, you notice we didn't put out a voting ballot this year. Um, we're going to just kind of do this one off the cuff. We've picked a few categories of things that just kind of helped us get through the last year. Uh, we're, you know, for most or all of us in the case, being stuck at home for most of the year. Um, this is kind of the stuff that helped us get through that. Um, but before we start that, let's take a, as tradition, a trip around the Chunk Fire starting with who wants to start um i could start all right sean take it away
2: uh yeah well what, when's the last time we talked wonder woman so before 20 or i guess we recorded in 2021 right i don't remember yeah i think we did yeah it was of the new year so well it's been a couple of weeks anyway since that episode whenever it was um and boy, uh, have I not got much exciting stuff to talk about. Uh, <laughs> um, well, as, as of this last week, I've been playing the new, or it's not new, just the re-release of Mario 3D World, um, Super Mario 3D World, that they released on Switch with that little add-on Bowser's Fury game. Um, it's good Mario time, and Bowser's Fury is kind of this wacky open-world Mario thing. Hmm. it 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 it's nothing revolutionary but it's kind of like a it's like imagine Mario Odyssey you've you've played Mario Odyssey right Chewie I haven't finished it but okay, I've played but it enough of it to get the gist I kind of just like imagine one of the worlds of Mario Odyssey but like make one of those worlds super super big and that's the whole game of Bowser's Fury it's it's not a long game or anything but it's kind of like i don't know it's fun it's a fun Mario game
1: well, I, I
2: don't know much about it other than the images I've seen, but from the promotional
1: art, it looks like the boss bottle from the end of Yoshi's Island on the SNES. Um, mm. With the that, with the it's the whole game is that it, the open world. I'm fine with that. That's okay. It's this open world game, but a giant Bowser is just smashing everything while you're trying to just live your life. Yes, that is okay, exactly
2: good. yes yes. <laughs> um. So that's that's been good. Um. What else? I. Oh, well, I assume we all have, well, I know we all have, but, and I was thinking possibly even do an episode on WandaVision, because as of now, we're in the middle of it airing, so it's not over yet, Um, and, well, spoilers if we do a full episode on it, but I am really loving that show I'm liking it a lot, Um, and we won't go into spoilers in case people haven't watched it who are listening. Um, but go watch it. It's good. At least I think so. Um, uh, I also started watching, well, and I, I don't know why this happened, but I started watching the show Bridgerton on Netflix. Oh, God. <laughs> um, I mean, it's not bad. It is what it is. It's what exactly you think it is. So I I don't think I... It, it, the guilt is all mine, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Um it's are basically are no just anymore. It's just basically 90210, but you know
0: it was a time period. It's a different time period.
2: And I don't know. There's some kind of interesting things they do, but but generally it's what you expect it to be. Um and what else? Uh that's Really, it it seems kind of weird because uh, it feels like I've done more stuff in the last couple weeks, but I guess I haven't. Oh, I got another COVID test. Um, it's all negative, or two more COVID tests actually, both negative, so that's good. And I got one of those deep nose COVID tests, the ones that like oh, no. go all the way to the back of your brain. Uh-huh. And I didn't know that it was going to happen until the guy had uh-huh. the Q-tip three quarters <laughs> of the way into my nose. So, uh-huh.
0: yep, <laughs> that's fun.
2: So how did that go? How did how did that feel afterwards?
0: Not good. It was <laughs> awful. Did your eyes start watering?
2: Yes, and I could That's... taste like it felt like I could taste blood a little bit in the back of my throat for the next uh-huh. like hour or so.
0: I'm I'm familiar with this sensation. Um
2: but but the point is it was negative. I still don't have COVID despite your best efforts. and soon I'll have the vaccine, hopefully. Man
1: I, uh, I guess I almost got the vaccine today, actually. Ooh. Yeah, there was a there's a fire station or something nearby that had extra vaccines. And they're like, we're just going to start taking the next uh, tier, which is teachers. And um, by the time I got off school, I found out about this at like 1 p.m. But by the time I got off school at 2.30, at apparently there was a, a line that was a four hour line and they were turning people away. So I'm ah, gosh dang it. Um, but uh, eh, soon I think we'll all be vaccinated soon.
2: Yeah, they're saying July the latest for like pretty much every, everyone. So, and and a lot of people are eligible before that like like you. I mean, mm-hmm. uh our mom is vaccinated already. She got vaccinated. Oh, she works in healthcare, so. Right. Right, right. Um but uh yeah, I so far so 2021. That's it. That's all I've got so far. <laughs> okay uh brian how who you? else
0: um yeah i guess uh i mean it's kind of continuation of the last two months of 2020 so it's still quarantining um but of course that means i get to continue my spree of vegging out on content that i've missed over the last like five years um so i'm kind of catching up on some game playing so i i got through final fantasy 7 remake i got through last of us 2 um, and since we last spoke, I think probably some other stuff. Um, but and I also started playing uh, Death Stranding, which, by the way, can someone tell Kojima he can just make a movie if he wants? Like, it's all right. <laughs> he doesn't have to keep making video games if he doesn't want to. Um, but anyway, I'm. It's some lacking it of so far, I guess. Ain't
1: nobody gonna tell that guy what to do.
0: No, that's true. That's very true. He's gonna do whatever he darn well pleases um uh what else have i done i don't know just you know baking doing some baking that's always fun um but yeah not a lot to report in the the old chunk fire front for for old ryan
1: the fire is dwindling
0: it's dwindling <laughs> keep it going matt what else, what do you got
1: all right well like sean and maybe ryan and most of the rest of the world i've been watching wandavision um, and I agree with Sean, it's fantastic so far. Um, and yeah, I definitely want to talk about it in full when the series is over. Um, I think this whole year's calendar is slated with Marvel goodies on uh, Disney+. Plus. And I think uh, the next show is, what is it, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier? We might want to maybe do a mid-season review and then an end-season review for that one. Um, I don't know what you guys think about that, but um, I don't know. I'm So far, I'm liking Marvel's MCU's official... Like streaming offering right now, it's good fun. Some fun characters, and yeah, I'm having a good time with that. Um, I've uh, um, I've also been trying to get through lots of back catalogs and just watching a lot of things. Um, I uh, randomly uh, Mave and I decided to uh, to check out Scrubs, which is a show that I'd only seen uh, you know a handful of episodes here and there back in the early 2000s when it was airing. So uh, we're like, yeah, well, let's let's start something. We're usually watching two shows at a time in the evenings, So we started that one. And as somebody who didn't watch it on it's originally airing, I have to say, boy, this show hasn't aged well <laughs> at all. <laughs>
2: I don't know if either of you watched. Did either of you
1: watch Scrubs?
0: Yeah, I've seen. I how watched did... it a ton
1: when it was on. and yeah. A lot of
2: reruns then. I haven't watched it in a long like time. Like since
0: though. then, yeah.
1: Well, I'll just brief thoughts because I don't know how much longer I'm going to watch this show um every character is unlikable uh they all have the brains of 14 year olds the show is extremely misogynistic and just overall very um lazy um but for some <laughs> reason i kind of enjoying it <laughs> um i kind of hate watching it right now um but uh i uh i don't know um you know may have watched through it originally when it was on air and i i just saw a few episodes here and there But, you know, I'm already starting to see some patterns in, you know, we're almost at the end of season two, but like you got, you know, JD, the main guy who's, um, what's his face? Chicken Little.
2: What's that guy's name? I can Um, only think of him as Chicken Little. Tony Shalhoub. No, well, no. (laughs) Zach 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 Brannigan.
1: Brannigan. What? (laughs) Oh yeah, we're watching through Futurama again right now too. Um, I forgot about that. But, uh, Zach Braff. Yeah. Um, he's just like the most unlikable main character in anything and pretty much every other episode has a a b b-plot where he and dr cox are like it's like dr cox i need to i need to bother you for help i need help i need validation and he's like i'm dr cox i'm mean i'm snarky and i'm not gonna help you and then oh i guess i gotta do it on my own and at the end of the episode dr cox is ha ha i tricked you i'm really i really actually care about you and I tricked you into having confidence, and that's not not And that's like every other episode. And <laughs> I remember liking JD a lot though when the show was on. I can't stand him. <laughs> like I'm, I'm at the point where like watching the show, I get the most enjoyment seeing him like messed with. Like the janitor, uh, uh, honestly, is my favorite character so far, Um mm-hmm. just because like I feel like. I feel like he's a real person that got accidentally trapped in this world of scrubs and is just doing the best that he can to deal with it. And that is honestly probably how I would be if I were in that situation that I'm sure is the situation that he's in canonically. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but I'm still watching it. I'm going to watch it for as long as I can stomach it. Um, and I'll let you know, I'll, I'll keep you updated as time goes on. The well, my,
0: I...
2: my adventures with scrubs.
0: Isn't there like 13 seasons or like something there's, ridiculous?
2: There's 9. And really I never watched. I remember the last season they didn't have any of the main cast. Like it was all new guys or something, right? So I don't think I watched yeah, the last season.
1: But. Well, yeah, I'm told that the last season was supposed to be a pilot for a spin-off show and they made the season and um it had some of the original characters like by then I guess JD well, scrubs spoilers. JD's like, you know, one of the head doctors by then and mm-hmm. um it's, so it's a bunch of new casts of trainees and uh they made it and the network didn't like it i guess and they're like we're not going to pick up the spinoff but just aired anyway as scrubs so they just yeah. called it scrubs and aired it as the final season which i guess made a lot of people angry um so honestly i don't know if i can get that far <laughs> but we'll see uh what else have i been up to um i've been taking some udemy courses um uh mine particularly i've been taking after effects courses um I used to do a lot of animation at one point, and I kind of, I kind of go back and forth whether I'm in it or out it, out of it. Um, and I, I'm learning After Effects with a slant towards animation. I'm trying to like take. I, I usually use Flash, which is now called Adobe Animator, um, and it's a completely different beast. Um, it's a totally different workflow, different like thought process for how to animate things. It's a lot more like um, what would be like. You know, traditional animation with keyframes and changing frames is now like, okay, put an effect on this and alter its, like, parameters. So I'm really having to try to wrap my head around how this works. Um, and it's just, it's a thing I've wanted to learn for a very long time. Um, I got like a week of training in college and I, I majored in digital arts, so I always kind of felt ripped off that I didn't ever learn it. So I'm just kind of, tr- I'm going through tutorials. I, I animated a, a looping animation of a dog on a sailboat, and its uh, its tongue and its ears are flapping in the wind, and it blinks, and a little fish jumps in and out of the water, and um, I'll post it somewhere eventually, once I get, get some more animations done. But yeah, I don't know. I've just always found animation fun, and I just feel like, you know, if I don't do it now, when am I going to do it? So, you know, I'm at home a day all, all all day anyway, so uh you know now's the time to tackle a project like that uh okay a couple more things i played through the game celeste on the nintendo switch it's an indie game uh mm-hmm. it's from the makers of towerfall uh you're just a girl trying to climb a mountain and i thought it was fantastic i thought it was incredible um i really yeah. liked it um really fun gameplay i loved how every level had different innovative twists for how to you know move around um, and it had a satisfying story. I really liked how, uh, I, f- I, th- I find it funny that in the last few years, most of the indie games I've played have some type of underlying story about, um, mental illness or depression or the stages of grief. Like, that's mm-hmm. like, that's like, that's like four out of every five indie games I've played <laughs> in the last decade have something to do with that. So that's probably somebody should look into that. Um, but it does make for interesting games. And then, um, I'm still teaching at home. Uh, I'm teaching virtually uh, my high school courses. Um, in the springtime, I have a class called Tech Two, and it's normally a very hands-on course. We do, uh, you know, we build sets and put up plays and shows and stuff. But you know, how do you do that virtually? So um, instead, we're uh, we're looking at a bunch of shows, and so I I basically I, I built up a big collection of of pro shot DVDs. I've I've got it on my desk actually. I've Let's see what I have. I have Shrek the Musical, Cirque du Soleil, I have a Katy Perry tour, I have a Lady Gaga tour, Blue Man Group, Billy Elliot, Blast, Stomp, David Copperfield, Phantom of the Opera, Cats, Spongebob the Musical. I'm also going to show Hamilton, Newsies, and I'm probably going to show a bunch of theme park shows. So it's been a fun class. Um, Seeing I haven't been to a play in almost a year, like been inside a theater, it's just kind of a nice way to get that out of my system, I guess it's kind of good. Nice to hold me over until I get to go back to a theater of some sort. And it's also just fun bringing some of these shows to, uh, to the youth. Cause, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of students, my students won't have a chance to see that many shows. So, uh, you know, it's cool. It's cool. Re-experiencing some of my favorites with, uh, you know, kids who haven't seen them. So that's fun. Teaching has been fun lately. It's been a good time. You know, we do writing assignments. We do, you know, designs. I'll, I might be like, Hey, uh, this costume for this scene, design a better one, you know, and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So it's, it's, it's totally radically different than how I normally teach this course, but given the situation, I had to think radically and, um, it's paying off. It's, it's been a, it's been a good time. So yeah, not bad. So, uh, yeah, that's what I've been up to since, uh, the last, it's actually been over a month since our last episode. Um, so yeah, that's what I've been up to in the last five weeks, I guess. So there you go. Cool.
2: Awesome. Well, yeah, that that's that more than makes up for Ryan and me, I guess. <laughs> well, I've been keeping busy, just
1: keeping busy. Um, all right. Well, there we go. The fire has been fed for who knows how long. Who knows how long we can keep it alive, given our drought of entertainment in the last in recent times. But at any rate, let's talk about that. So, uh, without further ado. This is the Chunkies Awards 2020 edition, <laughs> I guess. Um, I so, guess. So, like I said, we That's didn't part of the title. Yeah, yeah. I'll put it. I'll put it on the thumbnail. Um. <laughs> uh. Like I said, we didn't put out a voting ballot this year. We normally send them out on our social medias for people to vote for their favorites. Uh. This year, I've handpicked six categories, and for each of those categories, the three of us are going to go around and share um what we liked from those categories over the last roughly year um this year we're not gonna we're not gonna limit ourselves to things that just came out in 2020 um try to stay as close to that as possible but um you know we gotta we gotta do what we gotta do to get by so there we go um so the first category is our favorite tv shows from 2020 and I'm talking too much again, so I'll pass this off to
2: Sean. What have you been watching in the (laughs) last year? Uh, Best TV shows. Well, I feel like actually this is a category that, I don't know, maybe it didn't suffer as much from COVID as maybe other things because I felt like I watched a lot more TV, or I watched a lot of TV and a lot of good TV. Um, uh, And it's hard to pick. Well, yeah, we're not necessarily picking favorites, so just the handful of things that I really liked um the boys season two um queen's gambit um star trek lower decks and picard but if i'm only going to pick one new star trek show i'm or one star trek show i'm going to say star trek lower decks and um i'll say mandalorian season two um there's a lot more stuff that i watched but i feel like those are maybe my top ish oh sorry and well the expanse and the expanse season five it's like six things so i say like five or six that's a lot of tv cool um but i did watch a lot more stuff than even that um and i feel like it's all 2020 centric i don't think i watched too much from wasn't anything that's my fave that anyway that was outside of 2020 but if but, but if, you, but, anyway, if you,
1: but if you had to pick a favorite.
2: If I had to pick one favorite? Sure. Um I don't know. Um let me see. It would be uh, I guess Queen's Gambit. Queen's
1: Gambit question mark. Queen's Strong Queen? endorsement from Sean David. <laughs> <laughs> or the expanse.
2: Or <laughs> I don't know.
0: So is it that none of them really stood out, or they're all just... I just
2: good? liked them a I liked all of them. There wasn't, like, I liked them all a lot. Um... um oh, just kidding. It's actually the reboot of Animaniacs. Well, you know, it's solid. Um, okay. no, it's not that, but... <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Ryan, how about you? I just wanted a
0: definitive answer. Got my hopes up. Um, yeah, TV's been actually pretty good this year. Uh, I think it might suffer in 2021 because... Yes,
1: that's what I was thinking. Yeah.
0: So, although, as you guys were saying earlier, WandaVision's off to a great start. So, um, hmm. but uh, so my, my top picks... Um, I did also... I, I think Boys and... Queen's Gambit are high on the list, but I think maybe maybe higher on the list is uh, She-Ra had its last season. Um, and I think mm. that whole show is underrated. Um, or I don't know, maybe it was highly rated. I just didn't never talk to anyone that liked it. Um, but yeah, that was good. Um, the Last Dance, um, which, do you guys, you, you know, it's the... Uh, yeah, I
2: know it is. I, I haven't seen that, or actually, I do watch she but I haven't seen the latest season, so... Um,
0: Yes, it's the finale or, you know, final yeah. season. But, um, you know, the, the last dance, Matt, if you don't know, is the is the 90s Bulls. Um, so, you know, basically Jordan, Michael Jordan. You know mm-hmm. who he is. I know
2: that um <laughs> I don't know him, but I know of him. He's friends with Bugs Bunny.
0: No, yeah. we, we're all, I think we collectively are all best friends with Michael Jordan. Um, he has that much, like, world notoriety or whatever. Um, but uh, even if you're not a sports fan, and I'm, like it'd be a stretch to say that I am, you will still enjoy um, Last Dance because it's it's like the 90s bulls, you forget how I guess really just Jordan were so dominant on the world theater, like and how influential he was in like kind of bringing an American to the forefront in terms of like pop culture and just everything. And let's not forget Space Jam. Um, right. So it's, it is worth watching, even if I was I was very shocked to see how much I enjoyed that. Um, Probably because it was my childhood, right? You're like, oh, this is hmm. I remember all of this, even if even if I wasn't like aware of it. I don't know. Anyway, um, but my top top pick this year, or I guess 2020, is Cobra Kai. It had its third season, hmm. and I thought all three seasons were really great and fun, just really fun. Um, um, yeah, yeah. So there based you go. On your,
1: based on your recommendation, you know, Maven and I were talking about we should probably marathon through all the Karate Kid movies so we can watch that show because it, I keep hearing how
0: good it is. So that's the yeah, like, I mean, thing it, we'll do. Don't I mean don't get your hopes up like oh my god, this is gonna be like a prestige level it it's a goofy show that has a lot of fun, but still has some you know, messaging that's relevant. Um, and if you do watch the movies beforehand, you will be rewarded for your homework, for doing your homework.
1: Brian, we're, we're watching. Much. We're watching Scrubs. Anything to step up at this point?
0: <laughs> you know, it's funny. Like I, I always just a quick comment on the Scrubs thing. I I never, I guess, like hated the show or anything, but I do remember like there was something about it when I would talk to friends who liked it, and I was like, why, why don't everyone raves about the show? Why don't I like it? It just felt like kitschy or or something about it. So I'm not. I, I don't. You're sort of. You're sort of uh, justifying my. Well, I,
1: I would recommend going back and watching a few episodes now, because I think all of us being older and wiser and having more perspective on things, I think probably you would have an easier time identifying what it is that you don't like mm-hmm. about it. Yeah, um,
0: it, is it on? What is it on? That I I can do so. It's on Hulu. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. then I can. I
2: guess I, I <laughs> now this is the Scrubs. Um, podcast but um (laughs) i'm thinking maybe it's because because it aired in the early 2000s right yeah i it might be because because i have fond memories of it and i will say i'm someone i I didn't love it but i did like it i watched reruns and i you know my friends liked it and we'd talk about and stuff and quote it some you know that you know Mm. liked it liked it but maybe it was because like i feel like in some ways it was a little bit Ahead of its time, and I'm not trying to give it like some brilliant credit, but I just mean like that trend of that style of sitcom didn't really become real popular. I'm thinking of things like you know Thirty Rock mm-hmm, and right. um, stuff to the later 2000s, and I think maybe because Scrubs was maybe one of the first ones to do that, it was just like I don't know, maybe that was the appeal for me at the time. And now if I go back and watch it compared to all the, yeah, it would be cringy and and not as good. But at the time, there wasn't really much else on TV like it. Maybe I don't know. I'm just trying to. Think
0: okay, of that's, that's that's yeah.
2: I, I like the general vibe of it, and I think
1: you know it's it's catchy and you know it's yeah. quippy. But like the actual, but like I stop and think about it for more than a few seconds, I'm like, oh god, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, I want to. Yeah, um, I want to go back to talking about something that uh, one of you are saying. Uh, Space Jam. Um, you know there's another Space Jam movie come out. That's like, like yeah. that's real. Yeah. Space Jam is coming out. Do yeah. you know what that movie's about? Have you read? Have, have you read? I have
2: it? actually, but I don't remember now. I, I want LeBron I'm gonna, James. I'm going to read
1: the premise from you Wikipedia know. right now. I know we're way off topic, but that's okay. I feel like this is really important. Okay, <clears throat> Space Jam Two: A New Legacy. When basketball champion and global icon LeBron James. And his young son, Dom, who dreams of being a video game developer, are trapped in a virtual space by a rogue algorithm named AIG Rhythm, played by Don Cheadle. LeBron <laughs> must get them home safe by leading Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Porky Pig, Lola Bunny, and the whole gang of notoriously undisciplined Looney Tunes to victory over the AIG's digitized champions on the court. So, um, so it's Space Jam, but The Matrix... Um, so y- I- I'm glad to see that they're following in the tradition of the first movie and having a plot that just makes absolutely no sense and how the hell did they <laughs> think of that? Um, so I'm pretty excited about that. Um, that's something to look out for. When does that come out? Hang on a second. We should have a things that we're looking forward to, um, segment at the end of this because uh, I'm going to say, oh, this July. All right. So circle ooh. back to that. I'm looking forward to Space Jam 2 in July. All right okay sorry sorry where where were we
0: um i was just i'll just yeah wrapping up the my tv selections um just i want to do a little honorable mentions the good place ended that last year and uh shiz greek both great shows and let's not forget that last year was tiger king i think we all forgot that it feels yeah, like it was such a long year
2: if no one else mentioned that i would have brought it up afterwards but
1: yeah I did not participate in Tiger King craze. Um, maybe one day. I just
2: wasn't feeling it at the time. There was.
0: Just uh, two... you missed, I think you missed the boat. I think it's the, yeah. the craze is gone. And
2: I also off. did not partake, but just it was part of culture. So everyone, right, exactly. whether they wanted to or not, did a little bit.
1: Yeah, I think, I think just because there was so much, all the pandemic stuff and all the 2020 stuff was just like hitting everybody fresh at that time while mm. that show was on the air. And it just felt like, I think it was just like the perfect, flavor of insanity that everybody was craving um yeah. and yeah. I just for me it was just too much I was just overwhelmed by everything going on in the first half of last year that I'm like I whatever this is I, I know I don't have the energy for it <laughs> um so i I sat that one out um but yeah I also uh, yeah the the good place um finished watching the good place loved that show um I, I can't say that the final season was one of my favorite seasons but I do think it finished strong I think I don't think there's a bad season. Um, so yeah, that was good. Um, okay, cool. Um, my picks. So I'm going to give my honorable mention to the Mandalorian. Um, I, I really, I really like the high production value. I think it's, it's a fun show. Um, and I don't know if we want to do an episode on it at some point or not. I mean, it's going to be gone for a while, but, um, I'm a little mixed about how the second half of season two went down. Like I really like aspects of it but then kind of like on a moral level i kind of don't um and i think probably the morality comes into like ryan's overall feelings of the star wars universe the state that it's in right now um i think it's the you know the fan servicey stuff i think maybe it dips its toe a little too much in that the end of the second season um but overall it's a fun time and it's got people into star wars again and i'm it's helped I think it's helped a lot of people move on from the sequel trilogy, so um, that's I'm giving that to my honorable honorable mention. Um, like I'll, like both of you, I watched through Queens Gambit, loved that show, as I've mentioned before. I lovingly call it Drug Chess. Um, this is a good time. Um, th- this one didn't air in 2020, but I keep recommending the show to everybody, and um, I don't know enough people who's watched through it. But the show um, Barry. Um, it aired on HBO. Yeah, and it's uh, and it's uh, Bill Hader. Uh, have you have either of you watched it yet? Or no,
0: I've seen like one episode, but I've heard good things.
1: Yeah, that Maybe show gets wild. It, it it gets wacky because it's like on paper, it's like a hardcore like Breaking Bad esque drama, but it's it's more of a comedy. Like you know the funnier time parts of Breaking Bad. Like, imagine just that tone the whole show. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's like, a little wackier than it has any right to be. Um, you know, if it, for those who haven't seen or are not familiar, Bill Hader is a, a hitman who's, like, really good at his job, but he's becoming disillusioned by the life he's leading, and he's just kind of in a midlife crisis, so he decides to go to L.A. and take acting lessons because he decides he wants to be an actor now. So it's it's all about those two worlds clashing, and his hitman world it gets very dangerous and very real and you know being coming from the world of theater especially like college theater i don't know the all this stuff about him in acting class and just all of his peers just really um i feel like they nailed it <laughs> it's 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 really got the right tone of what it's like to be in like an adult acting class um so, yeah, I really recommend that one a lot, I, I and I hope that one comes ma- back in a timely manner. Um, but the TV show that I most have to recommend from 2020, and just in general right now, is What We Do in the Shadows. Um, I have not enjoyed a TV show this much in many, many years. I think it's it's consistently always guaranteed, no matter at which episode I pick, uh, no matter when when it's always gonna put me in a better mood um I love that show. I love it. I have nothing negative to say about it i it's like the best show to be on t v in years in my opinion so
2: i'm gonna give my chunky to what we do in the shadows um I wish i have i had watched all of that, but I did catch i have caught many episodes especially actually this year the latest season so and i and it was great it was awesome, but for some yeah i I haven't gone through and like watched them all. So
1: when we started watching it, um, at first, like for an episode, we're like, "Uh, we missed the characters from the movie. But um, very, very quickly, we got over that. And after having watched through the series, like the two, I think it's just two seasons now, um, or maybe I can't remember. Um, But after watching all the episodes, like two or three times through, we're like, let's let's go back and watch the movie again. And we watched the movie and we were both like, yeah, it's better as a TV show. It's, it works much better as a TV show and uh, because I spent more time with these characters, I like these characters more and I just, you know, it's it's got the mockumentary style I just, you know, we're used to watching that and shows like The Office and everything and it just, I don't know, it feels like it fits much better on TV than it does as a film um, So, I don't know Highest recommendations for what we do in the shadows for me. Absolutely love it uh, Yeah So that's for TV shows, that's for me There's my chunky nice. You got it toss it right at their stupid heads
2: throw the chunky. throw the chunky in the chunk fire is that those these chunkies right it's the same. Um, it's just,
1: it is it is what it it's whatever you want it to be Sean
2: <laughs> uh, I don't know what I want um well yeah I don't know I do think that TV probably was yeah it it didn't seem to suffer there was so much good TV just so much TV in general but a lot of good TV this year yeah, okay. So, any other thoughts on that, or should we move right along? Um. I g- yeah, I guess we can move on. i yeah. got nothing else to oh,
1: add. Alright, so, all of us are gamers, so anyone listening who isn't, just, I don't know, fast forward a little bit. Um, but let's talk about our favorite video games that we've played in the last year. And either one of you, go.
2: Sean, take it away. Video games. Um. Alright, well, I actually played a fair amount of video games this year, too, as I think everyone did. Um, kind of, well, again, it's hard to pick my favorite. I'll, I'm i just going to list a lot of games I played. Okay. Just because, I don't know, that's True. why we play games, so we could brag about that if we played that game, right? Correct. Yep. And if, if you can't do it on a podcast that you host, then when can you? We don't play so... it for fun. The plan nope. for brags. <laughs> um, okay, well, kind of in order of when I played them, although not entirely. Um, and again, I, these are mainly 2020 games. But um, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, a sequel I mentioned on an episode, but sequel, and I know, Chuy, you recently played that. Um, I got back into Persona 5 when the Persona 5 Royal Edition was released. Love that. Um, Final Fantasy 7 Remake. Um, Last of Us Part Two, though not really, because I worked on the game. <laughs> you, you so made it, it single-handedly. That has an asterisk next to, next to it for for me. Um, Ghost of Tsushima, the new Paper Mario Origami King. Um, let's see, I got the Mario 3D Collection, which was Mario 64 Sunshine and Galaxy, um, Splunky 2, Fall Guys, Star Wars Squadron. Or I got. Well, not to mention the new systems, which I got a PS5, I got a, a Quest Two, um, so some VR stuff. Squadrons, um, I started, but I haven't really dived deep into Half Life Alex, uh, and then a hand, you know, Beat Saber, and I've been playing this game Pop One, which is a battle royale style shooter. I've been playing it with um, Matt and Jordan. And we get our butts kicked all the time. But been playing that. Um, What else? Hades. um, Spider-Man Miles Morales. uh, And the last bit of the year was dominated by Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, I'm sure there's other things in there, too, that I've kind of forgotten. But I feel like that's a huge chunk of time. And my favorite of all time is... um, I don't know if I have a favorite in this. This one's <laughs> harder to pick favorite-wise. I would probably say Hades is, I think, to me, the best game on the list of games I've played. But is it my favorite? I don't know. Um, I would say maybe... Palm 7 Remake is pretty high up there, but it's also really flawed, so it's hard for me to like actually give to that. Um, maybe... Mm,
1: yeah
2: maybe. I'll just say last of us part because I worked on it and then I don't have no one could question me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I had sounds um, good. I I told you I told you this, but I had some uh teaching virtually I had some students uh-huh, right. uh expressing some uh some uh, unfavorable reviews and opinions of that game. And uh, I was like, "Well, you know what? I got. I know the guy who made the, that game. He <laughs> built it. He made it. And I'm gonna go text him what you thought of it." And I did. And then, um, well, did you I told
2: them I would cried after you sent. The well,
1: s- he, well, okay. So I told them that, s- and then I I, and I continued on with my lesson, and then put on a video for them to watch. And during that, that's when I was texting you, All and right. and you said, "Tell them it's not our fault if the game is too hard for them." <laughs> so after the video game was over, I, or after the video was over, I went back into Zoom and I said, hey, I just got my text back from my friend Sean, who works at Naughty Dog, and I told him what you said, and this is what he sa- said to say in response. And the rest of the class was like, oh. <laughs> and and two periods later, I found out from a student in one of my other classes that that story had
2: been told throughout the this- class. <laughs> <laughs> Yes! Well, I'm sorry for uh, that, that was... kid now. I've just... Created a complex in that portion. Nah, he's all right. He, he's all right.
1: <laughs> nah, he's fine. I, I was. He knows it was. We were joking around. I talked to him okay. about it. It was like, hey, you know what? I haven't even played it, so I can't even. <laughs> he's like one of my best friends, and I haven't even played his game, so uh, I got no room to speak here. And he's like, oh, all right, all right, we're good, we're cool. So um, that's, that's amazing. But, that's hilarious. <laughs> and I don't know when I'll play it because I never finished the first one. I can't because it's too depressing.
2: Just play it on easy mode and, like, yeah. play it in little small chunks at a time. You so don't understand. It's out.
1: too depressing. <laughs> <laughs> it puts me in such a down mood whenever I play the first Last of Us game. I just have to set it down for a while, and sometimes I don't pick it back up. How so, far have you gotten? I don't know. I've I've made, I think, three attempts to play through that game, and, I've it, like, the longest I've gotten is maybe, like, Four or five hours into my save file, uh, maybe. you yeah, you're, you barely scratched it. I series. know. I know. Yeah, that's the thing. So that's my. Well, the second
2: one's super joyful and cheery and Is it really? not yeah. depressing.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I'm not sure. I gonna just comment.
0: beat it. I beat what? it last night. Well, let me Ryan, tell you, let me tell you, Sean, you
1: have another game that you've worked on recently, which was, um, well, recently ish, um, uh, Un- Uncharted uh, The Lost Legacy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to play that soon. Because I haven't played oh, that no. either, and I love the Uncharted games. Like uh, those games are, except the first one, I hate that one. But <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> I love those games. I didn't work I, on that one, it's all it, right. it's okay. Yeah, see, exactly. I feel comfortable saying that. Um, so you know, I'll I'll check out that one pretty soon once I wrap up uh, Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider, which I'm still plucking away at. Anyway, uh, okay. What else did you? Was that that was your favorite? Right? What was... Did you say was your favorite?
2: I jokingly said Last of Us Part 2. Okay, but well, um, it's really serious, though. Really serious. I will say, um, well, the amount of hours spent is about Valhalla- Assassin's Creed. I've spent more time on that than anything else this year. And I actually do like that game a lot. Um, but I will say Final Fantasy. Okay. I'm, I'm not proud of it, but I, no, I'm kind of proud <laughs> of it. Um... Oh, also another VR game I didn't mention. but just thought of is Phobia. Phantasmophobia. Oh, yeah. I don't remember it, the game, but yeah. ghost hunting in VR. Chris Ryan and I would play that and get spooked. It was fun.
1: Yeah, a lot of people I know who played through that. I haven't checked that out yet. So one of these days. Anyways, but yeah, video games, video games, Ryan, yay, video games,
0: video games. Okay, yeah, I played. I played a lot this year. I, in fact, I. I played a lot of Final Fantasies this year. I played Final Fantasy 13 13 Two, XIII, Three, Six, Type Zero, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Final Fantasy Dawn of Souls, Final Fantasy Four Heroes of Light, and Bravely Default still counts. It's a, it's a spinoff, but it still counts. I'm gonna claim it still counts anyway. Well, they have um, they have
1: Bravely Default characters in Kingdom Hearts, so counts.
0: There you go. And. Yeah, and I hated all. Of them. No, it's Kane. They're they're all pretty. Actually, a lot of them I think were kind of miss or like the Thirteen series. I think it's a lot of grief, which shit actually deserves. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I still liked them. Uh, Type Zero is not good though. Um, Type Zero okay. is the
2: only one I haven't played. Well, I haven't played Final 13 Thirteen Three either. But
0: um, yeah, and. Seven will definitely not be my pick for this year. Uh, I have a just. I wish I wish I had um, finished the game before you guys did the podcast because I would have had a lot to say. But that's okay. Um, I also played Bloodstain this year. They didn't come out this year, but I still played it. Um, I played Last of Us Two. I played Hades, although I started playing it two years ago when the beta came out. Um, squadrons. So I, I haven't really dived into that too deeply. Um, but my favorite game of the year is Half-Life: Alex. I f- freaking love that game. I I could talk for a long time about that game. For this, for one thing, it's the only game in which I've ever reloaded a gun. <laughs> Think about it. Every first-person shooter that you've ever played, you just keep hitting R all the time because you, it, it costs you nothing to reload your gun. In Half-Life Alex, that's the ga- that's 50% of the game. I'm just going to say that, all right? <laughs> and it's the greatest... It, it's my favorite game of the year. So what does that tell you? I don't know what it tells you, but that's for you to decide. That you uh, like but,
1: reloading guns more than you like firing them.
0: I suppose that's true. Like, I would just shoot at walls just so I could reload my gun and then I'd be out of ammo when I had to face an enemy so you're correct Uh, but I think the best game of the year though and possibly of all time is The Last of Us 2 I just beat it last night so it's still pretty fresh and that to my opinion or whatever evaluation is perhaps a little (laughs) premature but Hmm. I'm gonna still say it because I've already said it and I can't take it back
1: you can always take it back
0: too late (laughs) anyway (laughs) but yes I freaking loved it it's like, man, it's it, and well, to your, Matt, to your point about it getting through the first one, I I uh, borrowed Sean's copy of the remaster for PS4 and played through that. Um, well, I, I sandwiched Final Fantasy VII between Last of Us One and Last of Us Part Two. Um, okay. So it was still it was super fresh, and. Yes, it is. It's a hard game to get through. Um, I just I had to play it in small chunks. But by the time I got to Last of Us 2, it was like you can I can't really call it depressing, but it's like this overwhelming heat comes over my body when I'm playing it because everything's so intense. Hmm. Um, it's it makes you like sweat, even though it's not like out of out of like exertion. You know what I mean?
1: Wow. I got intense listening to you say that sentence.
2: It was all intended. All of it.
1: Good, Sean. You did a good job making that game single-handed. <laughs> yeah, like yeah your, Sean, your you, you're... And I'm, well, I'm just guessing because I haven't played it. Um, I built, so it. I both built of you, it. Both of you picked Last of Us 2 as your favorite game of the year.
2: No, I picked uh, Final Fantasy.
1: Oh, right, yeah. Well, I can't Remember. pick it either way because I I'm the only one. I'm disqualified from picking Last of Us. Okay, well, I can't pick it. I'm sure I would if I've played it, but I can't. Because I Ryan, were you done? Do you
0: have any more? No, that's that's good enough for me. All right. What do you got? Well, my honorable
1: mentions. I've been doing more online multiplayer gaming this year than I have probably in the last decade. Um, uh, I guess shout out to my theater friends who I've been playing with. Uh, so I've been playing uh, Ultimate Chicken Horse a good amount. That is just really addictive. Uh, oh, I played that game. Yeah, yeah that you, you build a you build platformer levels as you're playing through them to try to screw over your uh your friends and it's really it's very strange because you you, you want to build it so that you can get through it but nobody else can so you kind of have to like learn how you platform you kind of have to learn how you play your own how what your own personal play style is so that you can do things that you know okay this is going to be super hard for everybody else but not for me so it, it's and sometimes when you get that perfect like trap and you really screw someone over it's just like the most satisfying thing um, and it, it just always leads to to laughter, and it, it's a great time. Um, and then I also, because I played so much of it in the, in the last couple years, uh, they, last year they released the newest Jackbox Party Pack, number seven, and mm. that yeah. pack has my favorite Jackbox game of all time um, that I can't remember. Oh, I remember what's called Talking Points. <laughs> um, my friend Ted lovingly refers to it as Chaos Speeches. Um, but uh, if you haven't played Talking Points... You're given, um, you're given a subject to do a basically a TED talk about. You have to give a presentation. And one of the other players is choosing PowerPoint slides as you are giving the presentation that you've never seen. So you have to compile on the fly uh, an impromptu, nonsensical, but somehow still sensical uh, PowerPoint presentation. And the results are always hilarious. It's great because it's an improv game. And it, it really, you know, and it, it it creates some some good laughs there. So that's another one I've been having fun with. Uh, as for non-multiplayer and non-runner-up games, um, so I spent a lot of time last year and at the beginning of this year playing through, and this isn't a new game at all, but um, new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe on the Switch. Uh, oh,
2: I played that last I didn't play it this year, though.
1: Yeah, I, I, I had got it early on when I got my Switch a couple years ago, and it I just kind of let it sit for a while. Um, but I finally cracked it open and started playing through it last year and just recently beat it like a few weeks ago. Um, and I think that that game is the closest they've come to making a next gen version of um, Super Mario World for the SNES, which has always mm. been my favorite Mario game. I think this is the closest they've gotten to doing that um, since then. And uh, I really love the world map. I love how all the, it has all the secret exits and, you know, just like... Um, you know, Super Mario World. It's got a Star World, and you know, extra hard levels, and <clears throat> a lot of cool power ups. A lot of things that made me love that original game as a kid. This, I feel like this game got it. I feel like it understood it. Um, so, as far as Mario games go, if you like the old school ones, that that's a good one to play. <clears throat> it's also been out on the Switch for a while, so it's probably cheap at this point. But pro- you know, um, I want to start the new, um, the one Sean that you were started playing through. Uh, mm-hmm. 3D World. That was also a Wii U port. Um, yep. 3D, 3D World. I played 3D Land on the uh, 3DS, and that was another yeah. one of my uh, recent favorite Mario games. So yeah, that I,
2: game's. And I, I mean, I haven't finished 3D Worlds, and I've only been playing it for a couple days. But if you like 3D Land, which I loved, you, you'll like this. It's cat. Also, there's cats. For some reason, that's what this game's all about: is Mar- cat Mario and just cats in general.
1: Cat Mario. Cat Mario.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: i'm excited about that yeah i play. i I love the 3ds predecessor i'm looking forward to playing that i just can't really i don't know i have a hard time bringing myself to pay full price for any games nowadays since i have like hundreds of games that i own that i've never played so um i I usually with games i'm pretty late to the party on things have
2: you thought about stealing them
1: i have thought about it (laughs) Um, But but I thought about it I mean I thought about um, Saying hey Sean Can I borrow your game When you're done with it And like never returning it Um, (laughs) So um, You know If you want to count that As stealing Well now uh, Well I would have said yes But Well I mean Counterpoint though You could always You know where I live You could always come to my house And beat me up (laughs) Okay Offers open Offers on the table All right, take it or leave it It's been documented Great Excellent On the internet For everybody to hear okay so my favorite games i i I guess i have to tie right now asterisks on both of these um the long in development um remake of the original half-life uh black mesa finally finally got finished last year and uh so i i i did a little uh i i did a little uh stroll down memories lane and i played through all the half-life games again and um mostly because I was jealous of Ryan for playing Half-Life Alex, and I I waited this long for a new Half-Life game, and then when it came out, I couldn't play it because I don't have a headset. Um, So I was real sad about that. And to deal with those feelings, I replayed all the Half-Life games, and then I played through Black Mesa. And I thought Black Mesa was incredible. To the point where I would at this point never recommend anybody play the original Half-Life game again. Um, And I know... Ryan, you and I have differing feelings about that, but I don't think the original Half-Life game has aged as well as maybe you you do. Um Yeah, and... I mean
0: I I haven't played Black Mesa, but that I would I would like to yeah, maybe for myself replay both and then and then come back to you. Yeah, I
1: I, I would love to hear your thoughts on that. Um and uh you know, I think I think I think Half-Life the original is is it's like an ocarina of time case where it was revolutionary when it came out but we've improved upon that formula since then so if you're if you've played newer games and then try to go back to it it's hard to it's hard to really get into because of the you know the learning curve and the it's just old you know it's kind would of You kind say of... the original
2: Half-Life is the scrubs of video games. <laughs> no. Okay. I would say
1: I would say Pac-Man 2 The New Adventures is the scrubs of video games. <laughs> <laughs> <That makes laughs> oh, sense. deep cut anyway um so yeah black mesa i feel like for the most part improves upon the original in pretty much every way that it can i will say uh, the thing that that held them up uh for so long finishing that game was the the, the the zen levels when you go to the planet zen at the end of the game and um oh my gosh they did they delivered it was breathtaking it was incredible um however i I have to wonder if maybe they took a few too many artistic liberties with Zen because they really, I mean like they really expanded them out. They really, really turned it into something new. Whereas everything before Zen is mostly just like, it's what you would expect out of a remake of Half-Life. And then you get to Zen and the whole game changes. Um, And it's, they really take that concept of why you're going there and they really stretch it to its limits. Um, So Ryan, again, I would be very curious to hear your opinions, particularly on the, that last stretch of the game. Um, okay. Because they really they really go all, all out there for it. And then uh, the other game that I have at my top, um, which I want to say is my favorite, and it also maybe my favorite game of all time now, but I can't say that just because I haven't finished it yet, but that would be Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Um, I'm playing through it right now. It is beautiful. It com- consistently surprises me on uh, how it's able to innovate on the gameplay, all the different ways that you platform through the levels and just move through the worlds. I'm adding it to my very short list of games that have made me cry, um, because it did. It it moved me to tears at at one point already, and I'm not even halfway through the game yet. Um, So that is big points for it. Did you cry when you got the uh, triple jump power? No, I actually don't have it yet. (laughs) I had to decide... Well, I had enough points. I had enough points to buy the triple chomp, chomp, the triple chomp. I had enough points to buy it. And then I went, well, if I buy it, I won't be able to get this. And I really want this right now to help me get through this part. So I'm trying to save up enough um, squishies for uh, the the triple jump. Um, I don't remember what they're called. Um, Anyway, the game is beautiful. It's fantastic. Um, I can't see it at this point taking such a nosedive to where it would lose its spot as my favorite game that I've played in the last year. Um but yeah, so so far it's on track and uh my god, it's just it's beautiful. If you're wondering, the other games on that short list are Half-Life 2 Episode 2 and the original Kingdom Hearts. Maybe some others. And I'm I'm not proud of Kingdom Hearts being on that list, but you know what? It it it, it is what it is. You do you. The end of that game still makes me cry when I when I when I see it. So when you get the double jump at the end of Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> The, the hidden you
0: propaganda. know how much Matt loves his jumping. Why would you tease him about that?
1: Yeah, that's why I hate Ocarina of Time.
2: <laughs> I don't want automatic, contextual jumping. Listen, full control. Listen, Breath of the Wild. There's a reason
1: yeah. why it's so acclaimed. <laughs> Just think about it. Just think about jump. it. You can jump. You oh, jump. I thought about it. I know you thought about it. Anyway, so those are my picks. Those are my picks for the last year. Those are my those are my favorite games. That's what's That's kept a me. Good
2: selection of games of our yeah. tops. Yeah. Um, I do think it might be worth I don't know, I don't know what exactly the conversation is, but there's a lot of games amongst us that I we didn't play that I think were also somewhat like in this year especially, things like Animal Crossing, how mm-hmm. important big and important a game that yeah. was. Um and then, just like some of the, I don't know, just the newsworthy stuff. I mean, we had a new systems launch this year. It's a pretty big deal. Um, even though scalpers took them all and no one could actually play the new systems, <laughs> right. that in and of itself is a big deal. But then also things like Marvel's Avengers just completely, like, falling flat. Well, and think... the, the, the craziness with Cyberpunk seven seven, And, yeah. I don't know, there was a lot of just, like, interesting... I, I it's think a nice as, way as to far as
1: newsworthy games go, I think we probably should yeah. at least mention Fall Guys because And Fall Guys, that, yeah, that that, that that reached a fever pitch very early on in mm-hmm. twenty twenty when people were really yeah. like, Oh, I guess we're gonna be home for a while. And yeah. yeah, everybody was playing Fall Guys for for a hot second, and then everybody wasn't anymore. Um and I yeah, or,
2: or Among Us even. Yeah, oh that's yeah, yeah Among Us
1: is also noteworthy. I, I played my share of Among Us uh in the last year. Yeah, um, I, that's a good time. You know, it's like uh, those classic uh, tabletop games that we've all played yeah. where, you know, like Werewolf or, um, you know, Werewolf, I can't remember the other ones, but, you know, where somebody is, uh, what's the one where you're on a, a, like, a mission and you have to, someone's trying to sabotage the mission? Uh, um resistance resistance like resistance those type of games where there's an imposter and you got to figure it out and it makes everybody hate each other but it's fun yeah i
2: knew it was only a matter of time because four video games figured out a way to do it
1: yeah and and it's great because you know the mobile version is free so it's accessible and everybody it's it's nice to be able to bring you know a form of entertainment like not ever not i don't know a lot of people who are super into tabletop games um, So, yep. you know, I I would say a game like Wolf, uh, Werewolf or Resistance is probably not super mainstream, but it's a really fun experience. And it's great that, you know, they figured out a way to take that and make it more mainstream so more people can experience the fun of that type of, of gameplay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, I think Among Us is probably, um, you know, I, I don't have it in my list, but I'm going to go ahead and throw a chunky at it. I'm going to give it a an honorary <laughs> special awards chunky to Among Us for getting everybody... Everybody playing video games in the last year, in one way or another, it got lots of people playing video games for better or worse. So there you go. I think for better. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're probably right. Okay. Um, uh, anything else to say about video games? I'm throwing mine at Ori, and it sounds like you guys are throwing yours at Last of Us 2. And no, wait, I, well, you're whatever. throwing your you're throwing a pretend one, Sean. Yes. <laughs> and your other one was at Final Fantasy. All right. Well, there you yes. have it. You heard it here f- here first, fol- fol- <laughs> folks. <laughs> some good games to play. If you're looking for some video games, play them. There you go. All right. Let's start talking movies. we got three categories for this. we got Best Animated, Worst Movie Overall, and Best Movies. So let's talk Best Animated. I don't think this is going to take very long because I only have one on my list. I only have <laughs> – t- well, you, I know you've I've seen one at a a least half. two. Yeah, and those ones that you're thinking of are not on my list.
2: Whoa, well, oh, my list is just all the animated movies I've seen this year.
1: All right, well, go ahead.
2: I only think I have two.
1: Okay, go for it.
2: <laughs> Soul, I guess, yes. Yeah. Soul. I know that's not yours, I guess, Chewie, but I'm trying to think, and I don't think it's onward. What else animated came out? that Maybe, did I see something else animated that I don't remember? Well, okay.
1: Those those are those are what you have on your list. Yeah. Well, we did episodes on both of them, both yeah. Pixar movies. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, what about you? Same.
0: Um, I, sir, I put Sonic the Hedgehog on that list, but I realized <laughs> that's not actually an animated movie. But whatever, I'm gonna
1: you stick by it. Just, yeah. Uh. Okay. Um. I saw a movie called Wolf Walkers, and uh. Nobody has seen this movie because it's on Apple TV. I've heard Plus. of it.
2: I thought it was a T I I've heard of it, but I obviously don't know. All, I thought it was a TV show.
1: No, it's a, it's a feature film and it was, it's made by an Irish, uh, animation studios. And it is very Irish. It's got, it's a lot of Irish folklore. Um, one of the main characters name is Maeve, which is my wife's name. Um, which is cool. Uh, character kind of even looks like her a little bit. Um, and uh it's a very uh it's a very like different take on a werewolf story and uh it's just it's very heavily entrenched in that culture it's just it's a and the animation is beautiful the entire time i was watching i i couldn't help thinking i wish this were a game i could see this as a an open world game um just because the animation's great I, I wanted to play it while i was watching it um so i don't know it's like i said it's on apple tv plus which is a uh, a really annoying thing for it to be on for such a good movie because nobody has that. Um, so if you, uh, if you have access to Apple TV plus, I highly recommend Wolfwalkers. That's like one of those movies that always gets an Oscar nomination, but you know, it's going to lose to whatever Pixar movie came out. Um, yeah. It's oh, yeah. yeah. Just happened to stumble across it. Um, the, this, this, uh studio also made the secret of Kells and a uh, song of the sea, which I think were both nominated for best animated features at some point or another. So anyway, that's yeah. my that's my pick. Uh, I wasn't bowled over by the Pixar offerings in the last year. I just I don't know. I wasn't really yeah. feeling feeling them a lot much.
2: Actually, there was one other anime movie, but I don't think it came out in 2020. Sure. And I think it was a Netflix original. Did you guys watch what's it called? The St. Nick or the the Nicholas, the St. Nicholas story. Thing? Yeah, that was last year. I'm oh, okay. sure. Well, I if it was this year, well, I probably ago. would give it to that one because I really like that movie but it was 2 years ago or whatever. the legend of st Nicholas? was that an animated son right no that's wrong
0: mm. no uh, cuz i think it Jason was nominated Schwartzman for a and award and jk
2: simmons and it's animated <laughs> it reminds me of the you ever know, guys ever play that game um, i know ryan well actually i don't know that do you did you ever play um dishonored yeah it reminds me of like dishonored the world of Dishonored, but it's a family like movie about the origins of Christmas. Oh, but it looks like it takes place in the world of Dishonored. That's Klaus, was...
1: oh, a Santa, oh, okay, Klaus.
2: Yes, Klaus. That's it. Yeah, okay. I'm yeah. looking at a page about it. Um,
1: the animation on this looks incredible. Um,
2: it was a, it was a little bit of a slow burn at first. I was I was kind of like, eh, this seems. I don't know if I'm really into this, but by the end, it had won me over. I really really liked it. It's a Christmas movie, so I don't know well, how into I gotta, watching I wait Christmas, till Christmas Now in February, yeah,
1: no, no, It's too late. Even though there's still a few houses in my neighborhood that have their Christmas lights up and still turn them on every night, um, I don't know. I'm just not feeling it the way they are. Right, Valentine's well, Daylights. lights. I'll check out. I'll check out Klaus. 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 I'll check out Klaus. Klaus. Uh, in um ten months from now, Okay. <laughs> if I remember yeah i don't know it was kind of a um it was kind of a a dry year for animation um or just i didn't see most of the good ones um one of the ones i i I remember there was a big deal about over the moon which was on netflix um sounds familiar have you ever heard of that one i don't even i'm pretty
2: sure i've heard of it but i definitely have not seen it
0: yeah
1: it was a sony it was a, a sony animation and it went it was straight for netflix um An adventurous girl builds a rocket ship to meet a mythical goddess on the moon. Um, I I had heard a lot of good things about that. There was a new Croods movie that came out, um, which I heard was, like, all right. (laughs) I didn't didn't really like the first one that much, but I heard this one was okay. Um, It was not bad. Um, There was was Trolls. There was Trolls World Tour. Um, I totally just Googled animated movies that came out in 2020. Um, you had uh, Batman: Death in the Family. Ed, did anyone else watch Batman: Death in the Family? I'm usually pretty good on keeping up with those uh, those Batman animated shows.
2: No. I'm no, waiting I for the know. Snyder Cut.
1: Oh, okay. I mean, we joke about that, but you know, we're going to make a big deal about it when it comes out.
2: <laughs> I know. I hate it.
1: <laughs> I'll probably go. I'll probably go back and watch Justice League again, so I can yeah. like, because I don't remember most of it.
0: I don't. Yeah,
1: I just remember. I just remember. Batman says, "Just save one, and then save another." That's the only. That's the only thing that stuck with me. Also, a lot of like people making really lewd looks at Wonder Woman. Um, so yeah, that too. Um, but anyway, I'll watch it again so I can watch the Snyder cut, and then I'll probably. Oh, I
0: did. I did watch uh, the Killing Joke. I don't know. Did that come out this year? On Netflix. It came out a couple years ago. Oh, did it? Okay. It was not very good. Killing yeah, joke. No,
1: that good. was a while ago. Wasn't I guess it I was. I don't. For some wasn't
0: reason, it like I didn't. Twenty
1: six or four years ago, I think. I think it was like twenty fifteen. Oh, 2016. I just looked it up. Mm-hmm. Twenty
0: sixteen.
1: Yeah. Know, um. I while we're on the topic, I didn't really like it either. <laughs> um. We could. That's a whole other conversation. But yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't a big fan. I like parts of it. But yeah. Anyway. Okay. Moving on. We're done with the animation or whatever the else the heck we're talking about.
2: What was your least? Wait, Ryan didn't pick his favorite. Oh, we didn't did, did, or did he, he? Did he?
1: What
0: was- oh, I, I just said. I mean, I said Soul. I mean, and the, I said Sonic halfway joking. Oh, because, that's right.
1: Right. That's right. Right. Okay. Um, so, yeah. What was your least favorite movie of 2020? Mine was Mulan.
2: <laughs> that was mm. your least. Hmm. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm just because I thought about putting that too but i felt like i definitely had seen a lot worse movies or a lot lot more worse
1: i guess than. i just tried to avoid bad movies
2: well i guess i don't know i guess i maybe i haven't seen it i didn't see a ton of bad movies i will find that it was interesting i found that i actually watched i think i've seen fewer I, I saw fewer movies last year than normal whereas with like tv and video games i feel like at the very least i was playing and watching that as much but probably more so. But with movies, I'm pretty sure I saw fewer movies last year, and I don't. That's weird. I don't know why that is.
0: Well, I, I, well because we didn't couldn't go to the physical theaters.
2: Yeah, we? I mean, I, that, that's I think why because like I like going to the movies to watch movies, right. and I'm for whatever reason, even though it's easier for me to watch them last year there's a ton of movies came out i was just looking at all the movies that released in 2020 earlier today and it's like oh yeah all these movies came out and i i barely saw any of them
1: i think i'm i'm pretty much on the same page as you with 2020 and I, i i think probably for me it's because um like there's something about like a long form, something like a movie that's long and then going to a location and going, okay, I'm Mm -hmm. going here. I'm buying a ticket. I'm going to get a seat. I'm here so I can give this thing. It's full attention. Yeah. You know, there's something about that mindset that like, it's, it's harder for me to get into that mindset at home because uh, there's just too many distractions. And, it's so much easier for me to say, "All right, I'm I'm going to watch I'm going to watch a, an episode or so of this TV show. If I feel like watching more, I can watch more. If I don't, I can stop at uh, you know once I've gotten my fill." But there's something about a movie where it's just like it's a commitment. And I there's a lot of conversation right now about like movie theaters dying and people enjoying mm-hmm. watching movies in their homes or not, but I don't know there's still something really to be said about going to a theater. Like it's always going to be an experience that I love. So yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah,
2: I don't know. It's hard. Just it, interesting. And it, it, for whatever reason, it was hard for me to get into
1: the let's watch new movies mindset this year. That's not to say I didn't watch a whole lot of movies. But, you know,
2: it was, yeah, it was it was, it was strange. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I guess if nothing else, it just means I have a lot of movies from last year that I actually do want to see. That I've heard are good, and, but I just haven't, um so a lot of catching up to do. But for worst movies of last year, um, this one actually was. There was this one standout above and beyond all the others was uh, *Artemis Fowl*.
0: Oh, uh, I've heard that's super bad. I want to watch it cause, it's because it's really, of it. really bad. It's a where, where can I watch this movie?
2: It's on Disney Plus.
0: Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs>
2: um i mean i have not read the books i'm i know nothing up artemis Fowl or his works or her works i don't know <laughs> i think he's the kid i don't know um but that movie's not good at all it's hmm. yeah it's embarrassing uh yeah okay
1: wait ryan did you have a worse movie
0: um it's i would say probably new mutants Hmm. um that was not a good time for me but there's also this movie called it was a the adam sandler movie uh, halloween hubie halloween there you go that's not
2: fair come on well
0: well, it isn't because right because it was intentionally bad or or yeah i mean i saw it i
2: watched it too and i agree it's bad but i do think yeah it was like it it's purposefully like just dumb
0: yeah, right. so, I, like, I put it on there, but it was, like, that's what he wants me to do. <laughs> right, uh, do you want to
2: play his game?
0: Right, but the, I don't get, like, what's the, pl- like, he's like, haha, I got you, Ryan, you picked it as a worst movie. Like, okay, what, what did you get? Like, I don't understand, <laughs> like, what is the point of intentionally making a bad movie? Because it's not, like, it's intentionally bad, not but not so intentionally bad that it's good. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand. I don't. It's like I don't uh, understand what the point is. It's intentionally
2: making... bad enough that it's inexpensive.
0: <laughs> I guess. To make. I mean, but it's not like me, making a just... good movie costs a lot of money. Yeah. Like. That's true. like yeah.
2: <sighs> it to me it was just like it was like a, a little bit of a throwback to, kind of classic Sandler. Like not even the best Sandler, but like I don't know. It reminded me of like Little Nicky. Where I know a lot of people yeah. like Little Nikki, but I always thought Little Nikki was like kind of really dumb. I yeah. never really kind of quite quite got the appeal, and that's what it reminded me of. Okay. Well that's Anyways. that's one of the few
1: Adam Sandler movies from that era that I actually like, and I will admit it's awful and really one of the dumbest <laughs> Adam Sandler well, movies. Well then you might
2: like Huey Halloween.
1: Popeye's chicken, it's the shit, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Well, yeah, I mean, like I said, I said move on. I just, my annoyance with these live-action Disney remakes, as you all know, yeah. is, is reaching oh, a fever yeah.
2: pitch. I just, I can't handle it anymore. Like, I don't think you're wrong. I don't think any of us are wrong. <laughs> this is, this category, we're all right. <laughs> yep. <laughs>
1: I think so. All right. Well, cool. So let's move on to the the one that's the, that is the one. Since we primarily talk about just movies in general on this podcast, let's talk about our favorite movies that we watched in the last year. Take it away, Sean.
2: All right. I guess there's an order to this thing, not really. But um um so some honorable mentions or at least, you know, some of my faves. Um despite every bone in my body saying no, I will say Sonic the Hedgehog was one of the highlights. I think mainly because it was like the it, I think it was the last movie I saw in the theater. Um Yeah. Well, before the main COVID because then I did see Tenet in theaters, but that was like Five months later or whatever. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but Tenet's another one I will put up there. Um, up on my, like, you know, realm of faves. Um, a sleeper one that kind of came out early. Uh, Gretzel and Han- G- uh, Hansel and Gretel. Gretel and Hansel. <laughs> um, it was like this weird kind of very, very... Um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? well creepy but there's a more pretentious word for creepy um horror film um that's worth a check out uh especially if it's streaming now it's by the same guy who did something oh good (laughs) i don't remember
0: uh (laughs) yeah i know i know what movie you're talking about is it like was it like the witch or something i want to
2: say it was the witch but i don't think it was the witch but it might have been maybe it was the witch it I has, do you remember yeah.
0: it being advertised in the theater um, and it yeah. looking interesting.
2: Um, yeah. So, anyways, it was nothing amazing, but it had some really just good visual, visceral kind of weird creepiness to it. Um, a really slow, kind of somber, just disorienting, wacky, trippy horror film. Um, what else? Sorry. Um, Palm Springs. I really liked... Bill and Ted's Face the Music, which I was a joy. I really enjoyed that. Um, and some of the holiday, let's see, Borat, the new Borat movie was a uh, gas. That's a word people say, right? Gas. No, um, no it's and, not. <laughs> and Mink um about I think I mentioned on a previous episode but about the making of Citizen Kane but I think my favorite movie I'm going to give to I'm thinking of Ending Things which is a Netflix original uh Charlie Kaufman film um just totally my type of weird trippy psychological thriller creepy and funny and it's impossible to pin down um it's a movie I've I've gone back and watched it I've only seen it twice but I intend to watch it more and it just it's something where you could like have different interpretations but not really but kind of and you could i don't know it's a movie i could talk about forever and and i had read the book too so i also was a little bit more likened to it um but uh yeah like i said i don't feel like i watched a lot of movies this year but that's what i got
1: okay well, i think we're gonna probably have a lot of overlapping ones on these lists then but ryan go ahead yeah
0: yeah, definitely. I think every one, every movie you said, Sean, other than the Hansel Gretel th- I had on my list, um, including yeah. I mean, we talked about. Uh, I'm thinking of any things for quite a while. Yeah. Um, I haven't read the book, but I, yeah, it was a super fascinating movie. Um, a lot of talk, a lot to talk about, and, and get just get weirded out by it. I got super weirded out by that movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's Matt. You should definitely watch that. It's just. Yeah. It's unnerving. I'm, I'm thinking of anything. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Oh, I watched it. Oh, oh you did. did. Okay. okay.
0: Okay. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah.
1: I, I didn't, In that case, I, I didn't really like it. Yeah. <laughs> um. But I. Oh. Yeah. But I gotta. I. I don't know. I've, I, I, I. The more I sit on it, the more I go back and forth on it. So I. I it might need a rewatch for me.
0: I mean, it's definitely not like a joyful movie. Like, yeah, oh boy, yeah. what a what a delightful oh, yeah. movie! It's, I can't, you know. It's
1: definitely it's... an upsetting movie to watch. Um, yes,
2: <laughs> yes, I didn't enjoy it, but I also that's what people. That's what we want, right? <laughs> We're naming the most upsetting. I mean, that that's best. why I Ups- love The Lost of Us 2 so much. Yeah.
0: Like,
1: well, yeah, the thing is that I wasn't even sure that like I liked it on a is this a good movie level when I was when it was over with, and but now sitting with it after a while, I'm kind of like, well, I can see. The things about it that work and i don't know i just i feel like i'm at a point where i need to rewatch it to like let it settle because yeah i i guess i didn't really know what i was in for we watched a bunch of other charlie kaufman movies leading up to it um Mm. and just to kind of i mean i'd seen them all but we we re-watched them and uh i don't know i just didn't hit me right when i watched it so i'll give it another go at some point
0: I mean I don't know that there's ever been a Charlie Kaufman movie that like hits me right. <laughs> yeah. So I totally know what you're saying. Like it like there's a different level of enjoyment I guess yeah. than say watching uh Palm Springs. Right. That's a bad example. But uh also speaking of Palm Springs, I did like that movie a heck of a lot. It's one of my definitely one of my favorite movies of the year. Um uh, but Sean, you did not mention 12 hour shift, which was one of my favorites. I was almost
2: going to mention it as a joke, but then I'm like, but I already made that joke with last of us. So Ow. it would have been the same joke.
0: Sean, you're a social, <laughs> you're a media icon. A social media, just a media <laughs> I single
2: handedly made both these things. This yep. way, guys. Oh,
0: um, um, yeah, go ahead. But my number, yeah, my number one movie is, is tenant. Okay.
1: All right. Well, once again, I'm, I'm left out of the party on this one. I haven't seen Tenet still. Uh, because I did not I did not brave the theaters when it came out, and I still haven't checked it out. So eventually, I mean, I've seen every Christopher Nolan movie, so I'll cross it off my list at some point, and I'll let you know what I think of it then. Um, speaking of 12-Hour Shift, uh, it's on Hulu now. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I just was browsing the internet, and it was just going through my normal websites that I check every day. And I saw, like, right there on the front page, a review for 12-Hour Shift on um, Decider which is the website that we use to figure out where to stream our movies. <laughs> um, and it, it, they gave it a good review. And they said, hey, here's a movie you've probably never heard of. You should watch it. So um I, that but made you had heard of it. But yeah, I had. And I went, hey, my friend made that movie <laughs> by himself with his bare hands. Um So I, I was very happy to see that. And I was very proud. I'm very proud. Um So, yeah, if you're listening and you still haven't seen 12 hour shift, it's on Hulu now. Got no excuse. Borrow your grandma's Hulu password and go on there and give it a give it a whirl. Give it a whirl. It's a
2: good time. Unless you don't like blood. Or good movies. It's all fake blood, guys. I was there. It wasn't real.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, what a ruined the illusion.
2: <laughs> okay. So I uh I checked out some movies that didn't come
1: out last year. I watched a, 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 a I crossed a good amount of my uh, backlog, my list off. Um, so random one to start off in my honorable mentions. um a movie from 1999 called Dick. Um, have you ever heard of this movie?
2: Is it the one with Kirsten Dunst?
1: Yeah. Um, I've heard. Yeah, I've heard of it, but I have not seen it. So, yeah, I, 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 I'd never hear anybody talk about this movie but um, you know, one night we were trying to find something to watch, and and Maeve just googled, you know, what are funniest movies that we can stream right now, and that came up. I think it was on New Hulu or Netflix. But yeah, it's an alternate future, or I guess a historical fiction comedy alternate future where um, where it's it's just retelling the story of Watergate, um, but these two characters played by uh, a young Kirsten Dunst and young Michelle Williams as like teenagers are. They work, they're work. they working at the White House and they're just like typical. They're very ditzy and they're, you know, just kind of very clueless, you know. And basically they kind of get entangled in the Watergate scandal. And basically the reason why it went bust is because of them. That's the whole mm. gimmick of the movie. And it was surprisingly funny. I haven't laughed that much in a movie in a while. Um, and also surprisingly timely. I'm I'm really surprised that a lot of people aren't. Talking about it because a lot of just like the politics and the happenings and just, you know, the vibe that they portray in the White House just feels like it relates so much to like the goings on of last year without getting into too much detail. It just feels like this movie should have its time. It needs to reemerge like because I don't know anybody else who's seen it or familiar with it. So um, I'm going to go ahead and give that recommend uh, a recommendation. Dick is a good one. Well, now we'll
2: have its time.
1: Hopefully, we'll have it surge for all the thousands and hundreds of thousands of people who listen to this podcast. <laughs> go and spread the word. This movie is funny, and it's it's on streaming. Um, so that I saw um, another movie that I was interested in back when it came out, um, but I never saw it. Uh, it came out in 2012 called The Sapphires. Um, this was. Uh,
2: gosh it's Australian it? singing group yeah right, it stars
1: it stars Chris O'Dowd um it takes place during the Vietnam War and yeah it's about um it's it's about a group of uh, Aboriginal girls all sisters who form a um, a soul group they' and they they're basically going to Vietnam and doing uh, USO shows and Chris ODowd is their manager who's kind of like a washed up drunk type of guy you know and it's them trying to you know Put on a show. Like let's take this ragtag group and make a show out of them, and then it's also, you know, Vietnam era, so there's some war stuff, some action stuff. It's a it's it's a very predictable movie. Um there's it's not very complex, um, but it's got good music and it's just a good it's a good time. It's a good like um you know, it's it's just a good time. So I recommend that one. Um I finally got to check out Midsummer um in twenty twenty. I don't oh think. boy. I don't think that came out in 2020, but I finally got to check it out. Nah. It was uh, 2019. uh yeah, that was an experience. I um Yes, it was. That was upsetting.
2: Oh, yes. speaking of upset actually sorry, I don't want to no, derail or no, hijack it. No, I'll come but, back to it. It's alright. But because you mentioned oh movies you hadn't or that you saw in 2020 that didn't come out in 2020. It also made me think of, like, oh, actually, there was a handful of movies, a good portion of movies that Same. I also in that category, which we could possibly I'll, go back to. I will, but, I
1: will yield to my time. I want to hear about them.
2: Well, I was going to say, one of them is, uh, well, I saw Midsommar when it came out in 2019, but I didn't watch uh, Hereditary until 2020. Mm. Have you seen Hereditary? I still haven't checked. That one's next. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> that I think that's my... Again, favorite is favorite the right <laughs> word in these circumstances because I think Hereditary is the most it, – it's the most disturbing film I've ever seen. Ugh. Ever. And it it's – and but, I mean, I love it. But, I mean, I don't know. Do I? I don't know. Can anyone love that movie? <laughs> it's like Midsummer. It, I – I yeah, it's the same. Anyway, the reason I bring it up is, is the same. Ari uh, – what's his name? I don't know. But the same director. It's, it's Midsommar. Um. So, if you if you did like, or you know, like or whatever you did to Midsummer Chewy, <laughs> I recommend checking out Hereditary. But, but be prepared. I'm- I don't. know, Maybe I'm overhyping it. Maybe you won't think it's that disturbing. But I. It's in the top horror movies of all time for me, hereditary. I'm scared
1: already. I didn't even watch it yet. Yeah, Midsummer yeah, like, Definitely don't watch
2: it alone in your apartment at midnight. That's that's the wrong uh-huh. thing to do for that movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, Midsummer got a reaction out of me that I don't feel like I've felt in a long time watching a movie. It just like a pit of dread in my stomach. Just yep. like, <laughs> it was just uncomfortable. It was just hard to watch. You know, Maeve and I were trying to, you know, we're talking through it, trying to figure out where it was going to go. And sometimes we were right, and sometimes we were just like, "Oh my gosh, we did not." This is this this is what's happening now. Oh, 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 okay. Um, so that was a ride. That was like a, yeah, that was a level of thrill that I haven't felt in a
2: while. Yeah, I I really, I I do think that's a really good film. I think it's maybe a little long, and there's a director's cut apparently that's even longer. But um, but. The first five minutes of that film is, to me, the most, like, the most, just, uh, this part that sticks with me still, Hmm. um, although the whole film does really, I mean, obviously.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, the part that sticks with me is the entire film. (laughs) Right, (laughs) It won't leave my (laughs) ever-present mind. I can't shake
1: it, um, yeah, quite upsetting, um,
2: anyway, sorry, continue, sorry for derailing a little bit, but.
1: Okay, no, no, that's no worries. Um, so what else do I got on my list? All right, so things that came out last year. I already mentioned 12-hour shift. Good. Go watch it. Um, all right, so like all of you, um, Palm Springs. I really like Palm Springs a lot. Um, I do feel like they could have maybe done um, a little bit more with the premise. I feel like I maybe want a little bit more out of it, but I was also, I didn't know about it. And I wasn't expecting like what it was, and I didn't know who was going to be in it, so it was just a nice, delightful little romp. It was good. I just I feel like I've been starved for comedies in the last few years. I just feel like there haven't mm. been a lot of good, you know, feature film comedies coming out. So it, when, whenever we get one, I, I feel like oh, okay, good. This is restorative. It's what I need. So um, that was a good one. Um, very high up on my list is uh, Borat Two. I was surprised by how much I loved that movie. Um, I think, do also, you also think it was a gas? No, um, because <laughs> nobody thinks that Thank about you. anything. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> it's just not a thing, Sean. Not
0: since the 50s or yeah.
1: Um, I was, uh, and everybody said this, but I was surprised by how invested I got in the story between him and his daughter. Um, I thought the, the end twist was brilliant. Um, and if this is true, I mean, I've watched a bunch of interviews and making I was on it right now, but I guess they started it before the pandemic and they just kind of had to roll it into the movie. And I mean, can you imagine? Just like, eh, we're gonna work through it. It's gonna, <laughs> we're gonna do this. Um, so uh, yeah, I just love how that came together. I thought it was brilliant, um, especially because I think the whole world was kind of sick of Borat and nobody was expecting this movie to come out. And it, I don't know, it was yeah. I was I, I loved what I got. And then, um, favorite movie of 2020 should come as no surprise to anybody. Sonic the Hedgehog. It's my top. It's my top. Um, I gotta say that I'm I'm going to say it. I think it was The Curse Breaker. going to say it.
2: Mm, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not arguing.
1: And you're, I, I'm... And, and, and you're right. It is the last time I've gone to a movie theater. It's the last movie I've seen in theaters. And uh, I don't know. It's just... For all the awful that was 2020, like, I finally got to see a childhood dream become reality. I got to go to a theater and watch a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. And if I had told my five-year-old self, like, when you're an adult, you're going to get to watch a Sonic the Hedgehog movie, and Jim Carrey's going to be a Dr. Robotnik, I would not have believed that. And, uh, there we are. There we are.
0: Well... I think you would have believed it. In fact, I think what you would have said is like, w- "What? I have to wait 25 years?" You know what?
1: That's actually accurate. Um,
0: that's because the Mario movie had would have maybe already been out. Oh bang- yeah, out when you asked yourself,
1: came out, came out around that time. That's true. But um, you know, and they just released a teaser, teaser, teaser for Sonic 2 on their social yeah, media. Yeah, uh, I'm with, excited with mm-hmm. the uh, yeah. the tails logo and the uh, Emerald Hill Zone music. That was enough for me. I went, okay, sold. I don't care what this is. Also, Jason Momoa's and talks to play Knuckles. Um, <laughs>
2: I don't know if you guys have heard that or not. I, I had heard uh, that, but it, I, I that. mean, it's a funny premise, but only if he is, like, if he's himself playing Knuckles. I don't want a Jason Momoa's voice. Who cares about Jason Momoa's <laughs> Wait, voice?
0: So they have an animated Sonic, but then a, a giant dude yes. <laughs> dressed up in red dreadlocks and Knuckles. Who cares?
2: Fits. It's Sonic. Let's do
1: it. Bring it on. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. All right.
0: I'm, I'm on board i though that
1: did spark some um that did spark some interesting conversations when we were, i was thinking about knuckles and i was thinking <laughs> you know there's that whole thing with sonic where they like had to go back and reanimate him like they had to like redesign him and reanimate
2: yeah. him like i thought you meant he died and they had to bring him back to life no
1: but like, <laughs> it's like i don't remember no. that in the
2: games remember
1: the whole, no i know what
0: you mean remember yes, the whole
2: opening of the movie took
1: place in cartoon world and then, yeah, like, yeah. Tails shows up at the after the credit stinger. Did they yeah. have
0: to go
2: reanimate all of that? Because- it, You mean, like, the non-Sonic parts, just the rest of the animation?
1: Like, well, you saw a tribe of what? Knuckleses, of Echidnas, yeah. and well, there was the owl thinking... character, and there was Tails, and they were all in the same style of animation as Sonic was drawn in. They looked very similar. They matched Sonic's look. So, did they also look awful at some point? Or was this well, whole? Remember,
0: thing... they were they, uh... they were w- wearing masks, weren't they?
1: Yeah, but I mean, tails wasn't, and owl person wasn't, and I don't know. I just.
0: Well, I'm just saying reanimating one person might be a challenge, but if you just put masks over everyone else, that saves a lot of animation time.
1: Okay. Well, I'm just saying
2: it's a hoax. The whole thing was a hoax. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this confirms it.
2: It was all just a ploy. Yeah. The fake yeah. Sonic all along. Anyway, so
1: the winner of the biggest chunky of them all because to the sonic the hedgehog movie i've decided it you can't do anything about it i'm i'm the host uh,
2: well which i think we'll just have to make a bigger chunky to out
1: chunky your chunky i think it i think it's fitting for 2020 for the year that was i think i'm i'm hopeful for i'm hopeful for some oscar love for sonic the hedgehog i'm not gonna lie they still haven't announced the nominees which i think is a little weird
2: right
1: yeah. Well, you know, uh I was surprised to see Borat 2 get some Golden Globe nominations. I feel like the first one was nominated though, wasn't it? <clears throat> was it? I don't know. I don't remember. But, I don't I don't know even about, but yeah. Man, wouldn't that be crazy if that made it into the t- to the nominations for the Oscars? That would hmm,
2: that would seal it. Well, I mean, I feel like there were still December releases that were like Oscar bait stuff, so I still feel like they aren't like what we were theorizing, like, oh, no, movies are going to come no, out this year. Like, I feel like they still were able to sneak in. Well, not even sneak in, just release a whole bunch of stuff like normal, so. Yeah, a
1: bunch of stuff that went to festivals that nobody's heard of or seen, and then that's what the Oscars yeah, exactly. going to be, and nobody's going to recognize any of these movies, and that's just kind of what the Oscars is now, so. Eh, whatever. I can dream, and I will. <laughs> and there's nothing you can do about it. Sonic the Hedgehog for the Oscars. Taking the big... Board. Anyway, that's the chunkies, I think. Anyone have anything else to say about any of any uh any of, the, any, of the, any of all of this?
2: Mm, well, specifically movie wise, I'm trying to think if there's anything else to add. Not really. I don't know, like I said. I don't know. What other big I mean it's all streaming. I don't know. They're, yeah, I don't know. I didn't see a lot. That was every that was it. There we go. That was it. Well hopefully we got
1: some stuff to look forward to this year um you know we got we got we we're we got we're going through wandavision right now so i'm sure we'll have an episode about that pretty soon um we got more marvel stuff to look forward to through stream, streaming over the next year so we got that um one day we'll be able to go we'll
2: have um book of boba fett the book of, the book of fett <laughs> yeah brian did you ever catch up on mandalorian
0: i did oh. um and, uh, you know, I did, I did like the second season more and not necessarily because it was better, but because, you know, the, the past several podcasts and stuff, I've been talking about reevaluating my fandom, um, of, of Star Wars as well as other things. But, um, I think kind of pushing that reset button for myself, I kind of gave, I gave myself the liberty to enjoy it mm-hmm. more, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so uh, perhaps I would be doing myself a service to go rewatch the first season again, hmm. um, and to kind of—I mean, I still have problems with it, but yeah. I think the problems are more specific to like the show itself as opposed to any sort of like meta. Interesting. You know, m- yeah, meta knowledge and stuff. So I mean, I, yeah.
2: I I I probably like it more than you guys do the show in general. But I still have lots of things. Chewie, you mentioned at the top of the show how like you have some stuff that you were morally against I don't, uh, or something. Um, I I have suspicions about what that would be, and I may even agree with you on some of those things. Um, but yeah, in general, though, I do, I do like the
1: show a lot. I would say it's a net gain. I would say I enjoyed more yeah. than I didn't. Far more. So I would say o- yeah, yeah, overall yeah. it was positive. So I am looking forward to more of that. I'm looking forward to more... Live-action Star Wars streaming TV shows, I'm looking forward to all that. You know, if they keep it up, if they can yeah. keep it to this level, then I think, I think... Yeah, I
2: think that, I mean, I think at the very least, even the most, um, I don't know, the most critical critics have to at least say that the production, not, not just the production value, but the production itself in that they're using live sets they're using real physical props they're using actors like for the most part Mm -hmm. obviously they're not actually in space or whatever all that stuff to me i think it it, you know is all deserving of praise because i think it looks great yeah at at the very least
0: yeah
1: yeah all
2: right well we got that to look forward to and all that
1: stuff that we talked about in the um disney investor day episode which was a few episodes mm-hmm. ago which is basically the entire entertainment industry at these days so it's disney so you know hopefully oh. well we
2: have yeah winter soldier end of wandavision then we have winter soldier and um, then we got what's even up uh, i think after i th- think
1: shang chi hmm? is going to streaming now and okay. also i think at some point this year we're getting loki
2: is that this year yeah that's right loki is coming out this year at some point too whatever happened to black widow who knows? It's
0: coming up this year, right? In like June.
1: Let's see. Loki comes out in May. Let's look at Black Widow. I'm looking up some release Black Widow, as of right now, is set for May. May okay. Oh, okay. Currently. But who knows if that'll, True. If that'll I'm happen. curious,
2: you know, with all the delays, like did they have all of this stuff in an order, right? Because, like, mm-hmm. whatever's revealed in WandaVision that may or may not change the MCU forever, click on 10 Reasons Why on my Clickbait article. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they can't release Black Widow until these other things come out. Or they can't really right? Otherwise, right. it's like, yeah. oh, what? Why is there a mutant in this uh, in Black Widow? All the what? 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 Right. And they're yeah. like, oh wait, we should have released this other thing first to tell people.
1: I have thought about that because like the earlier Marvel phases, you could like Marvel Phase One, except for Avengers, you can pretty yeah. much pretty much watch any of those movies out yeah, of order. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Iron Man one and two, you have to watch in order. But like that, Captain America, Thor, uh, all that Hulk, you could watch them all mm-hmm. in whatever order you want, and then mm-hmm. just watch Avengers. But now it's like no, these pieces fit yeah. together. Like they gotta. Yeah. You, you miss a step, then it's not gonna make sense. So, um, I don't know. We should just do a Wandavision episode.
2: Let's do a Wandavision I episode. Agree. I agree. I do really want. Yeah, I mean, we uh, have would do it. in two weeks the finale. Also, um, I didn't realize until a couple of days ago I was chatting with some friends that it's a nine episode series, not just eight. Yep. So I was like, oh, oh well, we got three episodes left still.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's Anyways, to good. Anyways, I don't know. Maybe I everyone some, knew that. I, I just, got some mad theories about what's going to happen after the show. So uh, I kind we'll... of want
2: to talk about theories before the end, though, right? Because if there's, because we're we're not going to have time for theories out in the show. No. Once we talk about it. Well, okay. We're there. We're going to get a new episode in two days from now. Okay. Brief Wandavision theory segment right now. Before Well, it uh,
0: okay, ends. then spoilers for those yeah, spoilers
2: for WandaVision, everyone. If you haven't watched it, or plan to watch it, we are going to get into spoilers of WandaVision real briefly. Okay, theorize, all right, theory craft. I think okay, Theory-band.
1: the last episode ended with the hex expanding out of the town. That mm-hmm. town is in New Jersey. New Jersey's new near New York. I think the hex is going to hit New York, and I think the the end stinger of Spider-Man: Far From Home, where we saw uh, J. Jonah Jameson from the Raimi Spider Verse. I think that's why he's in this one, and I think that's why we're getting casting news about um, all the other characters, like Jamie Foxx from Amazing Spider-Man 2, Doc Ock from Spider-Man 2, the first Spider-Man 2, I think all those characters are going to start showing up because of the Hex, and I think that's why Spider-Man and Doctor Strange are going to have to team up and fix this, and I think that'll also connect to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness in some way. I think this is all gonna lead into both of those films. Mm.
2: those are real if that's true, that's like that is way more tied together than any of the other French like any of the individual franchises had done before. I'm not saying it's not possible. I think there's a, that's a cool theory and could happen, but it would be very much more like tied together than they've ever done before,
1: yeah, I think we could see some type of universe fragments or like different timelines and universes overlapping with each other. You know, and Mm -hmm. I think it could be this hex could be the cause of it. Like, you know, kind of like at the end of Thor 2, when you had different like all those portals and different worlds were kind of smashing into each other. I could see a situation where timelines are starting to get mixed up and this whole phase could be about Doctor Strange trying to untangle them. I could see and that that could give them a lot of breathing room for not having to worry about continuity um, from a Mm. logistical standpoint. So that's my bold prediction. That is where I think this is going. <clears throat> what
2: about you guys? Um, well, my theory is more. It's probably. Uh, I mean, I don't read online other people's theories, so maybe this is common. I don't. Know. But my theory is that because one uh, or uh, uh, Rambo mentions, or no, um, Darcy mentions that like it alters her DNA. Or alter has been altering Darcy or uh, Rambo's DNA when she crosses the hex and stuff, and. Quicksilver mentions like they make a point of like oh my chromosomes I have these chromosomes which is a, a giveaway but I think they're hinting at this idea of genetics and genes and, and being affected by the hex I think it's kind of a reverse M or reverse house of M situation from the comics mm-hmm. Where in the house of M I think it was Wanda who basically removed like got rid of all mutants on earth right in and by like changing their genes right I think the, what's happening is the hex spreading is actually co- is going to create mutants as it spreads out or as you cross that border or mm. whatever, that little hex thing, it alters your DNA and your genes. And that's what's going to create mutants in the, um, in the MCU. Hmm. Um, I'm still don't know quite sure why about the alternate universe stuff. Well yeah, but. I
1: mean that that's the thing. I, I can't not fixate on Quicksilver from the Fox X Men universe being yeah. in the MCU. Maybe all,
2: all right, maybe this is it. So when it crosses the um, because he's brought into the Hex, he is still the Quicksilver from from the Mar- MCU that's dead. But just genetically, when you are a mutant Quicksilver, that's just what you look like. You look like Evan Peters. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. Um, But you know what? Anything's possible. (laughs) Ryan, do you have any? uh, Do you have any predictions?
0: Uh, No, I haven't really spent. No, I don't. I think I like. I think I like Matt's idea more, though. I'm gonna put my dang it, my tokens in your bucket. You're gonna put them in my bucket. All right, I'm gonna in your bucket. Got my tokens.
1: Unless I lose them all. Feels like a big bag of beans. Yeah. I like beans. Anyway, this has been the 2020 Chunkies. <laughs> Do we have anything else? We
2: should wrap it up. It's been uh, a long episode. <laughs> yeah, it has been longer than I expected. But yeah. um, no, I don't think I got much else. Um, stay tuned for... I guess what really... Well, ends... WandaVision. And didn't you want to watch something, Chewy? I don't remember.
1: You, you l- mentioned some
2: movie or some, w- something? When
1: you edit this episode, tell me what it was. Because
2: I can't remember. Okay. Alright. No, you mentioned an off-cast. Some movie about a dragon or something? I don't know. Raya and the Dragon.
1: Oh, Raya and the Lost Dragon. Right. They're doing a uh, pay-$20-to-watch-it-before-it's-free-for-everybody thing. Oh, okay. And I refuse to do that for Mulan because I'm morally against these live-action Disney remakes, but Raya I would have seen in the theater anyway and paid more than $20 to go see it, so I'm probably going to watch Raya and the Lost Dragon um so i don't know if that's y'all's thing if you end up wanting to watch it then i definitely want to review it so
2: i mean i'd be i have no idea what it is but i would be
1: willing to it's the new disney animation studios movie Mm, Mm -hmm. it's about raya and i guess what is the last dragon i
0: don't know it looks (laughs) it
1: looks like avatar meets tomb raider that's what it looks like to me
0: Yeah, yeah yeah
1: so uh you know i like those things yeah i like those things (laughs) you put that in a milkshake in a blender i'd drink that milkshake it's a quote of sean davis all right
2: (laughs) i did say that Yep.
1: all right (laughs) let's get out of here awards done Uh, okay time for the after party let's go all
2: right Uh, yep uh, thanks for tuning in we'll socially distance and drink and get free goodie bags of covid covid 19 vaccines. vaccines
1: Vaccines for all the winners. Uh, Alright. Yeah, sorry, losers. Alright. Alright. Bye, everybody.
2: Bye, everybody. Bye. Happy 2021, officially. Hopefully. Alright. Okay. <laughs> hopefully what? Hopefully, hopefully no, just, it's, hopefully it's, it's gonna, a, gonna be good.
0: Hopefully it's a happy oh, oh,
1: 2021. Oh, oh, okay. Hopefully it's happy. Okay, agreed. Yes. There's no guarantee. No. I'm not I'm not getting my <laughs> hopes up. This has been after the credits.
2: A Young Chunks Podcast.